week I'm going to talk to you about the law of attraction and a lot of us have read the secret years ago which I thought was hokey bullshit personally and the movie was even worse and then there was more books which I couldn't even bring myself to read but it was like using the vibrations of the energy and putting it out there so you get it back and it just ugh. to me though there is a psychological component to it that you know, if you really want something, you're going to go after it and have the drive for it. It's having that drive and that belief that you can succeed in whatever your goal is. And I really do think that's how we, we get it. It's sort of sinking that in the brain. So the law of attraction is basically attracting what you give in life. So what you put your focus to, whether it's your feelings, your actions, your words, that's what you're going to get back in return. And it's important if you're going to be talking about, and we can use, for instance, in this, uh, in this scenario for this talk, getting a new car, um, you have to have a positive feeling towards it, right? So what is your feelings towards getting the car? Is it, oh, I'm never going to get it? <laughs> of course, you're not going to get it because you're being, you know, negative about it. You're not believing that you can, so you're not even going to bother to try. But if you're like, I'm going to save for that car and I'm going to have it by this time next year or something, you know, something realistic. Then, of course, you can if you want it bad enough. So the words you think, say, and express give you the results in life you get. So if you don't believe that you're worth something, of course, you're not going to get it. And your words create thoughts, right? And that gets imprinted in your brain. So you're going to get what you put your attention to. If you use words like don't, not, know, can't, obviously that's not going to work in this instance. So you can ask yourself not what you don't want, but kind of like, what do you want? So instead of saying things like, uh, why does my life suck? Well, your life sucks because you're sitting here talking as though your life sucks. And that's exactly what your focus is on is the negative instead of seeing, you know, the positive that's going on in your life. But if you say something like, how can I make my life even better? Or what do I want in order to make my life better? What steps can I take today? I don't know, but I feel like that would be better for you. Uh, they say the highest vibration is love, which totally makes me want to vomit. <laughs> but it's true. Like if you're going, if you're saying something like, oh, I hate something, you know, you can feel it in your body. 
that makes you feel like shit, you know, it just kind of gives you a lurch. But if you say you love something, like I love chocolate, you can feel that good, good vibration. So, I mean, it does. It has merit. Your past is creating your future. So, to me, I was always the type that was like, when I get to this point in I don't know, like say if I get a new car, I'm going to be happy. If I get this job or I finish the schooling, I'm going to be happy then, you know, never in the moment. I never enjoyed the journey, which I do now for sure the last 10 years or so. But um, probably more like last five years. But a lot of people live in the past, either in their achievements, like, oh, I remember back in the day when I did this, but they're not doing anything that's making their life memorable now. Or... They look back in their life and think, oh, well, I messed up doing this, so I'm never going to get what I want. Or, you know, they just harp on it. It's like if you're having a hard time processing things from your past, then maybe you need to get help with a counselor or a friend or somebody that you can express it to, like find coping mechanisms. Otherwise, get over yourself. So, and I don't mean stuff it. That's stupid, too. But I think we should look at, you know, our past things that we've been through. They're all learning lessons you know, to get us to grow as a human being from children into adults. And it gives us wisdom from the knowledge we've obtained and taken action on, right? So some people believe in positive affirmations. I can't do it. I've tried and I just can't get into it. It's too mushy for me. And I'm just like, my life is perfect. I'm beautiful. Ugh, just I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much for me. Anyways, it's cool if other people can. I'm sure that can set in motion, psychologically imprint, you know, into your subconscious those thoughts. And that's awesome. If it works for you, I just can't do it. I feel like I'm being silly. Um, Obviously, you want to... um, A lot of them believe that you should talk. And this is something I didn't agree with. But you can take it for how you like it. Um, Don't look at it as faking it till you make it. Live as though you already have it. So... That I don't that I don't agree with. If I'm walking around instead of driving in my car and I'm like, I have a car. I have a car and it's a beautiful red Mustang or whatever the hell you want to get. I don't know dick about cars. But to me, if you're saying things like, I have a car and you obviously do not have a car. Like, like you know, in the back of your mind, you're going to be thinking, this is stupid because I don't have a car. I'd be looking at it in a positive way. Not like, oh, I don't have a car just be like, I'm working towards getting my car. That's my next goal. I can't wait till I get my car. And be happy and excited about it. And use that as like a way to push yourself to work towards doing whatever it takes to get the damn car. So obviously getting a journal and writing down what your goals are are important. And uh, they do actually help raise the success rate for you to complete that goal by about 80% apparently. But um, if you get a journal, you know, you want to write down what it is you want and you want to be realistic about it. But what do you want and why do you want it? Like, what is it going to do for you? Like, I'm going to have a car because it's going to make me more independent. I want a car because it's going to, I don't really give a shit it's going to get me to where I want to go faster, you know, things like that. Like you want to look at it as to like, what are those incentives by having that car or your goal completed that you're going to get out of it. 
And then, then you can think about steps that you can take towards your goal. A lot of times they say not to do things you don't enjoy towards a goal. Well, that's kind of hard to do. There's going to be steps and anything really massive that you want, any major goals, you're going to have to fight like a bitch for it sometimes. And you're not going to enjoy every moment of it. But I still think that you got to do them. They're the steps. So what I do personally, um, I put down all of the steps I need to take, right, to get the car. And then how am I going to achieve those steps? So I, like, break it down even farther. And what I do, if there's, like, say, a bunch of more mundane, boring things that I don't want to do, then I try to, like, mix it up if I can, right, depending on the goal. Like, for instance, I'm working on my animal deck. And... um some I'm redoing I'm redoing an oracle I did a few a couple years ago I don't know how long ago two three years ago probably more like two and I'm redoing it and I'm redoing the entire thing so I've, I've got the fun part of drawing them all done the cards are all designed and ready to go but I wanted to go through because I added over a hundred more animals so that was a hundred more animals I needed to get the definitions like the symbolism for and the origins for and I did all that so but the animals that I had before I didn't think I had enough like what I had written I didn't like it it was very it was like it would give the message of what it was trying to tell you but I wanted to have some factual information in there too so people could learn along the way I wanted to be kind of like a one-stop shop for you know animal symbolism so I'm going through and I'm editing the animals, the new animals that I've already gotten all the information written it for. And I'm going through and rewriting and re uh, researching all the animals that I had had before. So it's a trek and it's, I'm getting there, but it's, you know, it's taking time. But if I get sick of, say, looking animals up and writing it at fresh and doing all the research, then I take a break from doing that and I work on the editing because it's a lot easier because the, the research is already done. I'm just editing what I wrote. And things like that, you know, like you're still working towards your goal, but you're kind of bringing in the positive with the more kind of tedious stuff that gets a little boring after a while. I think doing stuff like that is more important. All right, so let me see. You can write sentence prompts in your journal, they think if you put things like, I love knowing, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love how it feels, blah, blah, blah. I've decided, blah, blah, blah. It excites me. I love the idea of, it's basically just talking in a positive manner about your goals. I don't think you really need to do this. I think that more goes with the daydreaming, but I can understand how writing it down would kind of get in your subconscious more. So let's see. You have to really want it, okay? And I, I do agree with this, is that if you really, truly want something, you're going to have it. Just like, you know, when, what you spend your time on. You know, if you, um, 
If something's a passion for you, a hobby, say, for instance, you make time for what matters for you. Well, I think you make that same effort towards the things that you really want. So, I mean, if you're going to this extent, write out how to get a goal, I would hope to God you really want it. And I think that's kind of what you want. You don't want to just be like, oh, um, I don't know, a goal that you don't really care about because that's kind of silly and pointless to be going this far into it. But you can't allow fears to hold you back. Uh, and doubts. If you're sitting there doubting yourself because of your past, right, which we talked about before, like say you had tried to get a car before and ended up being too much money for what you made or I don't know, whatever the case may be. Um, you you can't let that affect what you are now because the knowledge and information you gained since then is not the same. And neither is the world, right? Like COVID's changed a lot of things for people. So... It's given people some more options that they didn't have before and taken some away. So all these things have to be taken into account that they're going to affect things. But I do believe that um, you have to really you have to really not be scared of it. Because I know before when I was younger, no, mind you, I was 19, almost 20 when I got Crohn's disease. But so I was still pretty young, you know, in the sense. But I allowed my fears to rule me. It kept me from a lot of really fun experiences that I could have had. And not all, but when I got Crohn's, I realized, why am I doing this? Like, I want to live. I don't want to just survive. So I started doing things that I had wanted to do that I purely just didn't do because I was nervous or scared about it. And to me, I think that's important. You can't let stupid things like your fear hold you back because to me, you're always going to wonder what if and you shouldn't have regrets like that. So you, you lower your doubt. You obviously are going to increase your chances of getting what you want. And let's see here. Oh, it's celebrating the little things. Yeah. Like when you set out, like for instance, when I finished doing the drawings for my card, redoing the drawings, it was like, hell fucking yeah. You know, I celebrated that. That was a huge step for me to get that done. And then when I got them all uploaded onto the computer, got the back of the cards the way I wanted them, and I got them situated on the cards, you know, and all that shit, that was an amazing step too. And uh, it's celebrating the wins along the way because you know by doing so and completing that task that you're that one step closer to getting your goal. That I think is really freaking important. I really do. I think that's really important to celebrate the wins along the way. Not to give up, like you can give yourself, you know, a little bit of a break if you want, but you got to keep working towards it. But you got to really... You really got to take those moments and celebrate them. And then if there's something, um, it's, I believe in this where it says, um, don't try to control it, but allow it to come to you energetically. I don't think energetically, but I do think that when we get too emotional about something that we want like that and get too wrapped up in it, then then you're just becoming obsessive about it. And that's, that's ridiculous. And it's not going to serve you. And it's not going to make you want it, in a sense. It's going to make you miserable by being like that. And the idea is to actually enjoy things. When you know you're going to have something, you can be excited about it and get all into it and do the work you got to, you know, it takes to get it. But I think to a degree, 
you um you gotta let you gotta let things flow like if you know that it's going to take you 12 months to save up for your car you know don't sit there like freaking out about the fact that you're not going to get it for 12 months do what you got to do each month to get that much closer and do the goals like the other steps you got to do like when it gets closer to that time get your license plate tags or you know get your insurance set up things like that so that you get excited about it but you don't get like freaking out that it's not happening now and in the moment and then look like, celebrate it when you get it to me i think that stuff's important you shouldn't just act uh you know all humble about the fact that you finally have gotten what you've wanted and accomplished your goals that's a big feat and you should be proud you don't have to be a cocky asshole about it but I think being proud and confident in yourself for having done something like that is really huge. Because I'll tell you, in the spiritual community, it's full of people. And this is in life in general, though. But, you know, you'll meet a lot of people who want whatever it is they're looking for, right? And they're not willing to actually do the work. They just want to complain about it. Or they want someone to hand it to them on a platter, and they're never going to learn the lesson if they don't learn how to do it themselves. So if you're completing your goals, it doesn't matter how little they are, even if it's like, you know, cleaning your apartment. That's a, that's still an accomplishment and you should be proud of it. And I think that we think as a society that we shouldn't be allowed to celebrate our wins. And I definitely think we should because it's going to get you that much, that much more closer to your next goal, right? It's going to plummet you. Let's say plummet sounds bad, but it's going to boost you into wanting to go after the next thing that you desire. So yeah, I think being realistic with your goals and with your timing of your goals and breaking your goals down in steps and being positive about it in a current manner and actually having the drive to get it is what's going to get you your goals. And if there's something setting you back, whether it's fear, like anxiety, or, you know, past past mishaps or emotions about something to do with the past or worries or what have you, if you can't seem to get past those, then you need to find, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can't help your emotions, but um, you got to find coping mechanisms, right? Either through mental help or spiritual help or whatever it is you need in order to solve that problem you shouldn't just give in and let life pass you by you got to get up then and figure out what you're going to do to get past that hurdle so you can get back on track towards your goals all right i'm done i'm done i'm done (laughs) and yeah if you guys let me know what your goals are what it is you do if you do something differently that helps you attract your goals I think that the law of attraction, be it what it means, attracting what you want, is in part, is mostly to do with you psychologically and imprinting that want and that desire and that drive to get it in your subconscious to go after it. And I think our mental wellness overall is what's going to be the starting step for that, the stepping stones to that. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what your goals are and if you're doing anything differently. See us.